Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. I was listening to an old program the other day of an interview with Peter Thompson titled The Golden Rules of Communication. I love the topic of communication. However, more important to me are the skills required to be an effective communicator and thought this would make a terrific topic to kick off the new year. Unless you're a hermit living on a mountaintop, your life largely consists of your interactions with the people around you. The way in which we present our thoughts and ideas to people, from our colleagues at work, to our spouse, and even the person waiting on us at the grocery store, could have a profound effect on the shape of our own lives. That's because life is a series of presentations. Every time you speak, whether on the phone, face-to-face, or in front of a group, you're making a presentation. Your ability to connect with other people and effectively communicate your message is the most important factor in your lifelong success. So make it good. As soon as we open our mouths and speak, we are judged. Instant assumptions are made about us by others, about our intelligence, our background, class, race, our education, abilities, and ultimately our power. As listeners, we do this to each other all the time. What does our voice reveal about us? Quite a bit. Do we sound enfranchised or disenfranchised? Educated or uneducated? Hesitant or confident? Do we sound as if we should be in charge or just subordinate? Do we sound as though we should be heard and answered? To the ears of others, we are what we speak. Nothing is quite so freeing and enlarging as a liberated voice. So let's begin in a spirit of trust and see if it leads to your freedom. Years ago, David Fries, a dear friend and national speaker, shared these insightful words. The quality of my communication is the quality of the response I get. When you accept this, you begin to take responsibility for your communication. And that means your actions, words, gestures, and body language should all match. I have discovered through equal parts inspiration, skill, and hard work that there are four keys to unlocking your ability to be an effective communicator. The first key is to understand that the notion that our lives succeed or fail one conversation at a time is at once reasonable and revolutionary. Reasonable because each one of us has had a conversation, for better or worse, that profoundly altered our professional and personal lives. It is revolutionary because who hasn't spent time and energy cleaning up the aftermath of a significant but failed conversation or figured out too late that a client was frustrated or a loved one hurt because we failed to engage in the conversations that were needed. 
On the flip side, many of us have left a successful conversation elated and looking forward to the next one. Let's begin with a focus on our experiences in daily normal communication and conversations. One of my favorite books I read many years ago is How Full Is Your Bucket by Tom Rath and Donald O. Clifton. They talk about the fact that we usually don't stop to consider the impact of brief interactions and how every moment matters. They bring this to light with their theory of the dipper and the bucket. Each of us has an invisible bucket. It is constantly emptied or filled depending on what others say or do to us. When our bucket is full, we feel great. When it's empty, we feel awful. Each of us also has an invisible dipper. When we use that dipper to fill other people's buckets by saying or doing things to increase their positive emotions, we also fill our own bucket. But when we use that dipper to dip from others' buckets by saying or doing things that decrease their positive emotions, we diminish ourselves. Like the cup that runneth over, a full bucket gives us a positive outlook and renewed energy. Every drop in that bucket makes us stronger and more optimistic. But an empty bucket poisons our outlook, saps our energy, and undermines our will. That's why every time someone dips from our bucket, it hurts us. I call that the emotional wake. It's what you remember after they're gone, what you feel the aftermath, aftertaste, or afterglow. We must give to others what we most want to receive. Do you want to be with others who leave behind a positive emotional wake? Then leave one yourself. Do you long to be understood? Then focus on understanding others. Do you want to be heard? Then actively listen to others. We face a choice every moment of every day. We can fill one another's buckets or we can dip from them. It's an important choice, one that profoundly influences our relationships, productivity, health, and happiness. If you consider any strong memory, positive or negative, you'll notice that the imagery in your mind is actually defined by your recollection of a precise point in time. And rarely does a neutral encounter stay in your mind. The memorable moments are almost always positive or negative, and unfortunately, we seem to recall bad memories more easily and in greater detail than good ones because negative information causes a surge in activity in a critical information processing area of the brain. Our behaviors and attitudes tend to be shaped more powerfully by bad news, experiences, and information. In some cases, a single encounter can change your life forever. Just as in life, the workplace isn't always a bowl of cherries. Sometimes things don't go according to plan, and it's your job to communicate about them in a way that doesn't ruin your relationships with customers, coworkers, managers, the public, and other stakeholders. When doing damage control, bad news messages require care and skillful language because your main point will be met with resistance. Rarely are people okay being told that they're laid off, their application has been rejected, their shipment got lost en route, prices or rates are increasing, their appointment has to be moved back several months, or they're losing their benefits. 
Though some people prefer that the messenger be blunt about it, in most cases you can assume that the receiver will appreciate or even benefit by a more tactful, indirect approach. Your ability to manage, clarify, and guide understanding is key to addressing challenging situations while maintaining trust. You want to make sure you give context for the news so that people understand how it actually happened, and certainly you need to express compassion for those affected. The second key to unlocking your ability to be an effective communicator is learning to be an active listener. One of the most critical skills in effective communication is active listening. Developing this soft skill will help you build and maintain relationships, solve problems, improve processes, and retain information such as instructions, procedures, and expectations. Active listening is the ability to focus completely on a speaker, understand their message, comprehend the information, and respond thoughtfully. Unlike passive listening, which is the act of hearing a speaker without retaining their message, this highly valued interpersonal communication skill ensures you're able to engage and later recall specific details without needing information repeated. Active listeners use verbal and nonverbal techniques to show and keep their attention on the speaker. This not only supports your ability to focus, but also helps ensure the speaker can see that you are focused and engaged. Instead of thinking about and mentally rehearsing what you might say when the speaker is done, an active listener carefully considers the speaker's words and commits the information to memory. This is about listening more than you speak, which allows you to form better relationships personally and professionally. The third key to unlocking your ability to be an effective communicator is vocabulary. Successful people have a great vocabulary. In order to get your ideas across, you need to know the right words, not big impressive words that nobody knows. A robust vocabulary improves all areas of communication, listening, speaking, reading, and writing. We've all been there, struggling to find the right word, drawing a blank, and ultimately settling for a subpar synonym. It's like having to describe the best meal you've ever had as good rather than mouthwatering or delectable. It just doesn't do the food justice. It's pretty obvious that a larger vocabulary can help prevent these frustrating situations, allowing us to choose words with greater precision. But what's less obvious are the ways that a larger vocabulary can help us outside of reading and writing. Think about it. If you only had 10 words to express your messages to the rest of the world, your spouse, colleagues, children, employees, customers, or suppliers, how effective would you be as a communicator? Not very effective. Let's say you had 10 times that amount. 100 words. Would you be more effective? Yes, certainly. What if you had 10,000 words? Would you be even more effective? Of course, because you have a greater breadth of knowledge that you can draw on and also explain more clearly, eloquently, and effectively the message you're trying to get across. So how can you develop a great vocabulary? Reading, listening to a variety of speakers through podcasts and audiobooks, 
playing word games, using a dictionary and thesaurus, subscribe to Word of the Day feeds, and simply by practicing the use of new words in conversations. However, it's always better to use a simple word correctly than it to use an advanced word incorrectly. Our goal is to express all necessary information with as few words as possible. We want to communicate effectively, not sound smart. Whenever you come across a word you don't know, of course you would look it up, but then how do you then use that word so that others who are not familiar with it can understand your message? The point is you don't need to use that expanded unknown word, but the fact that you have expanded your own vocabulary and knowledge is what expands your own base of knowledge and greater vision of life. Here are some big ways that boosting the brain's word bank can help throughout our lives. Faster processing speed. The more words you know, the quicker you can input and process information. This is because already knowing and understanding the words before you hear them lightens the load on your working memory, allowing you to actually understand the information faster. Expanded abstract thinking. The larger your vocabulary, the easier it becomes to break away from old thought patterns and open new lines of reasoning. We often view our thoughts as shaping our words, but our words shape our thoughts too. Each new word opens a new pathway for thought, and the more words you know, the greater your ability is to focus your own ideas and consider those of others. More success at work. Experiments and tests performed over 20 years of research have shown that no matter whether someone is an engineer, executive, plant manager, or something else, a good vocabulary is the single best predictor for career success. Moreover, the results found that vocabulary usually comes before achievement, not as a consequence of it. Improved citizenship. A bigger vocabulary allows you to better understand news and current events, helping you participate in meaningful global dialogue and become a more informed and involved citizen. After this break, I will share the third key to unlocking your ability to be an effective communicator, public speaking. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. In the first half, I shared that there are four keys to becoming an effective communicator. First is the realization that our lives succeed or fail one conversation at a time and the sheer responsibility of understanding what that means. Second is developing the soft skill of active listening. 
Third is vocabulary. Having a large vocabulary allows you to give detail to anything you want to express yourself in, and that can have a huge impact on others. The fourth key to unlocking your ability to be an effective communicator is public speaking. Whew, first, take a deep breath. Now, I want you to think about the fact that every conversation you have that is not in your head is public speaking. Let me offer a quick reminder about the importance of being careful with the language patterns you use inside your mind. For example, if you say in your mind, I am nervous, guess what you'll be? Nervous. The reason people are nervous when they have to speak in public is because they are looking in the wrong direction. They are looking inward. They are worried about themselves, worrying about how they look, how they sound, worrying about how they feel. It doesn't matter. What people have come to hear, see, and feel is you. Therefore, all you have to be is yourself and be outward focused. Inward focus creates nerves. Outward focus creates adrenaline. In life, sometimes there's one chance. Imagine a job interview and not sharing important information that could set you apart from the other applicants. You have one chance. How about you're asked to give a heartfelt speech at your parents' golden wedding anniversary party and you freeze up and can't share what you really feel? You have one chance. What if you're asked to handle a key presentation to secure a new client and you fumble over the questions they ask? You have one chance. If you blow it, that day will never come again. That's why every single person must learn to stand and speak. Stand and speak for yourself. Stand and speak your mind. Stand and speak with passion. We've all had this experience, wishing you hadn't said something or wishing you had said something. You just missed it because you didn't plan it, you didn't practice it. There's a great line that says, amateurs practice until they get it right. Professionals practice until they can't get it wrong. No one, no matter how gifted, can perform without preparation. This is about the important stuff. Effective communication skills are a prime power broker in our personal and professional lives. The ability to shine when you speak can at the very least move you ahead and at the very best literally catapult you to a level of success you never dreamed of. When you commit to polishing your presentation skills, you will develop courage, poise, and self-confidence. It enhances your self-image and propels you forward in business, civic, and community activities or any area you want to exert influence. Public speaking expands recognition from people you think count because you're noticed for positive reasons. It increases your chances for promotions because you're viewed as an asset to the organization. It accentuates your leadership skills. The higher up you go, the greater need for fine-tuned public speaking skills. And it intensifies your ability to inspire others. Daniel Webster summed it up. If all my possessions were taken from me with one exception, I would choose to keep the power of speech, for with it, I would soon regain all the rest. 
Public speaking, by definition, places a person in front of others, on display, on parade, taking center stage. Though some people from a very early age seem to seek the spotlight and thrive on performing, telling jokes, or being the center of attention, most of us are very selective about how much of that we really want and in what circumstances. When all eyes turn to us, most of us feel the pressure to be at our best because negative response cuts at the very core of our self-image and self-esteem. You have an extraordinary story to tell, but whether you're pitching a service, product, company, or cause, how you craft and deliver your message makes all the difference. Some people tell their stories better than others, capturing the hearts and minds of everyone in their personal and professional lives. I recommend that anyone who is interested in becoming a more effective communicator should think about joining Toastmasters. Personally, I committed 12 years in Toastmasters, and even though I was already a national speaker, it helped me tremendously. It's great at helping you build confidence, especially when communicating one-on-one -on -one or in small groups. When I speak, I live by my own mantra, be brief, be brilliant, be done. The ultimate success factor for anybody is the ability to communicate with passion, clarity, and conciseness. John F. Kennedy galvanized the nation in 1961 with an inaugural address scripted for 15 minutes. Think about it. In 15 minutes, Kennedy shared a vision that inspired generations, changed social policies in the 60s, and helped to land a man on the moon by the end of the decade. The world's greatest communicators keep it brief. When communication is effective, it leaves all parties involved satisfied and feeling accomplished. By delivering messages clearly, there is no room for misunderstanding or alteration of messages, which decreases the potential for conflict. Anyone can develop effective communication skills. Even small improvements in effort when you connect with others will have a profound effect on the success and quality of your life and business. I believe that one voice can make all the difference. One voice will be heard above the clamor of the crowd, above the noise on the street, and above the stampede in the market. When we hear it, we respond. It resonates with our best intentions and aspirations. Like the bellows of a blacksmith, it fans the flames of desire to rise above the mundane and make a mark. It encourages us to do great work to be extraordinary, it energizes and unites. Speak clearly if you speak at all. Carve every word before you let it fall. Thank you for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business and today, effective communication has been amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station for The Sherry Hill Show.